Hey everyone, welcome to episode 12 of the Bully Food Challenge. Today's episode is called These Are My Pants. How to own your mistakes and differences or the differences that you have from other people. Welcome. Thank you for coming out. If you've been coming out recently, that's great. And if you're brand new to the show, I hope you enjoy today's episode. Um, I'm Kelly Sorg, your host. I'm also a middle school teacher in Portland, Oregon, and I've been teaching for about 20 years. And I've been working with kids during that time on the issue of bullying and helping them through uh, the transition from being bullied to, you know, putting that in the rearview mirror and not being bullied anymore. I also experienced bullying as a kid, so um, I know firsthand and I also know from my professional experience. Obviously, I can't give you individualized instruction because I don't know all of you personally and I... Um, I'm not a provider. I'm not a, I'm not a therapist. I can't give you personal mental health uh, attention or care, but I encourage you to reach out to someone if that's what you need. And otherwise these lessons are just to help you make sense of the pattern of bullying and figure out different strategies that might help you deal with it. Okay. So, uh, last time we talked about the value of lowering the bar for yourself by becoming more high value, by becoming more, um, confident within your, uh, ability to make mistakes and not need to be perfect all the time. And certainly not always need to follow every single rule. Um, it's, it's a way to lower your predictability. If you don't, if you don't follow all the rules, the bully can't expect you to always do the exact same thing every single time, which, which not only brings in the element of surprise when it comes to dealing with them, but it also, um, makes sure that, that they know that you're willing to step over onto their side from time to time. Okay. So, um, and of course people feel more comfortable to you. I'm sorry with you when they can relate to you. Everybody makes mistakes and everybody knows that sometimes rules need to be broken. So it, it just makes you much more relatable when you're, uh, able to act that way. All right. And you know, even the bully respects you more when you can show that you're, you're, uh, willing to speak their language. And it's actually pretty likely that they will, uh, to a certain extent, come over to your side and treat you a little bit more respectfully when they see that you can speak their language if you have to. Okay. So today I, I, I said I would follow that episode up with another episode about how to actually start practicing this and how to prepare for making mistakes and stepping out of the line from time to time. So I, I'm going to start out with a story that illustrates the essence of what I mean by owning your mistakes. And, um, I hope you enjoy it. So, uh, many years ago, I had a student who said something I will never forget. And, uh, he, and it came out of this uh, situation he was in, in the bathroom. So the kids were all washing up in the bathroom and, uh, a few of them started making fun of his pants. Okay. And this kid was no fashionista. He wore little kid clothes long after everybody else switched over to wearing more mature, cool kid clothes or, or like what was stylish at the time. Um, and in this case, I think he had on a pair of like little kid sweatpants with a matching sweatshirt. Okay. So the kids started making fun of his clothes and, um, he just stood there in the bathroom, hearing them say these things and took their berating, you know, for a few minutes, he just stood there and, and 
waited until they were finished with the torment. And then he finally said to them, these are my pants. And of course, at first they just were like, oh yeah, they're your pants. You know, they mocked him, but he just did the exact right thing. After they finished mocking him, he repeated himself and said, these are my pants. And then he looked at them like they were the strange ones to make fun of someone's pants. And you know, it it actually is pretty obvious if you think about it, like what did they expect him to do? Take off the pants, like go without pants for the rest of the day or sit in the bathroom and hide and cry because somebody didn't like his pants, you know? No, obviously. And so he really called them out by saying the obvious truth. These are my pants. Like, what are you going to do? And he turned it all around with the comment because he made it clear that he's no, whether they like his pants or not, or whether his pants are cool or not, they they're going to stay. Like he's obviously not going to go around without pants. And even if they're not considered cool pants, it doesn't matter because they're the pants he has on. And so anyway, he told us this story, all the teachers, he told the story to, and we all took that, that quote, these are my pants to kind of symbolize owning your style, your choices, your successes, your mistakes, your identities, whatever is true for you, right? Whatever is true for you, that's your pants and you have to wear them. You can't, it's not like you can go around without the things that are true about you. And, and the way you embody that is by saying, whatever's true for me, these are my pants, right? Okay. So I hope you understand the, um, the symbolism of that statement, because I'm going to now get into a little bit of how you use it for um, making mistakes and being a little different in your own special way. So of course you can't turn to someone and say, these are my pants whenever they make fun of you. Cause it almost always won't be their pants, the pants that they're talking about. And it won't make sense. So um, what you're really going for is the underlying essence of what that means. And the underlying essence of saying, these are my pants is, is really the essence of being cool. Okay. When you own your truth, when you, when you can unwaveringly, unapologetically just be who you are and not explain and not give yourself excuses and not make a change and just like say, Hey, this is the way it is. And it isn't changing for anybody. That is cool. Like that is, that's being cool. That's the whole thing. Okay. And so how do you go out into the world and say in, you know, in, in your own special ways, how do you say these are my pants to a bully or to the rest of the world and actually mean it? Okay, here we go. This is, this is my advice for this. So first, the first thing you have to do is expect, uh, that people are going to react in certain ways to you being different, being yourself. You have to prepare for the attention. So the first step is to prepare. Okay. People are going to react in one of three ways. Usually, um, when you start being more true to yourself, one way they could react is that they won't notice and you won't notice them not noticing and it won't be anything. It'll just, they won't, they won't care. They won't notice, or they do care, but they don't really say anything about it or whatever. The second thing they could do is actually like it and give you more attention. And you might be kind of getting a little bit more, um, credibility from people who actually like your style and like that you hold your ground, even if other people don't like your style. Okay. And then there's the third group of people and they are going to try to cut you down in some way because you're being different. 
either you're different than them or you're different from the crowd and they feel threatened by it for some reason. Okay. Now all of this might be intimidating at first, but soon you're going to appreciate the convenience of it. Others will naturally sort themselves in and out of your inner circle if you give them a chance to see what's real about you. Okay. When they can see what's really you, what's the truth about you, they get to decide whether it's for them or not. And even if they don't like you that much, they're still going to respect you for being upfront with them and unwavering. Because if you are being really clear about who you are and you're not moving from that, then they don't feel like they're, they're, that some unexpected thing's going to happen or that you're going to change suddenly. Um, you know, they might like you at first and then you become a different person. If you're right up front from the very beginning, clear about who you are, they get to decide whether that's right for them or not. And, and it's hard to see that some people might not like some of the things about you, but do you really want to be friends with somebody who is, is based their friendship on a lie that you made earlier on? You know, you no, you want to, you only want the real, the people who really appreciate you to end up being your friends. So you have to kind of show them what that is, like what, what it is that is true about you then they get to decide and then you know you actually have real friends, okay? So the only part of doing this, of being more clear about who you are and standing your ground and, and in a sense saying these are my pants to whoever cares is that some people are going to try to taunt you into being somebody you're not. And that's when I say you must prepare, it's for these people that you must prepare. Okay. The benefit of being yourself in front of everyone is endless. It is so worth it. But the cost is that some people are going to be big jerks about it and you have to be ready for that. Okay. Um, if you can get yourself to allow and accept their tormenting, you won't ever be caught off guard. It's, it's kind of like you just go in knowing that somebody's going to give you a hard time about it and if you already know it's going to happen, you're waiting for it. You, you are ready for it and you have a plan. Okay. And here's your plan. You need to respond to whatever they say to you, just like my student did when he said, these are, these are my pants. Okay. If they make fun of your hair, you just say, this is my hair. They make fun of how you're feeling or you get upset or you, you know, you, whatever, something happens, you're, you start crying in class. I don't care what it is. If they make fun of it, you just say, this is how I feel. I feel sad. I feel angry, whatever. Um, if they make fun of your music, that's my favorite song. If they make fun of the kids you hang out with, those are my friends. If you, you know, don't want to do something that they want to do, you know, this is my choice. This is what I'm going to do. Bug off, right? If they make fun of who you are deep down, you say, this is my identity that, you know, it's like nothing I can do about it. Just like your pants, you can't take it off. It's just, it's, it is what it is. Right. Um, and when you say statements like this, these are my pants, this is my hair. This is how I feel. This is my identity. It's perfect anti-bully food. It's, it's like the best move for anti-bully food because it's boring. Check. It's firm and direct. Check. It's repeatable, check, and it's easy for you, check. Those are the, that's the principles right there. You got it. Less is more boring, being clear, being able to repeat easily. That is it. That's how you deal with bullies. Okay. So, and then if you can follow it up with like a big sigh or a blank stare or the, the three pregnant blinks where you look at someone and blink and then look away to the side, you could even roll your eyes or do a little condescending, like, ha, laugh like that. You will make the point crystal clear to them. 
And the only catch is that you can't flinch. You cannot hesitate. Okay. Um, you have to stand your ground no matter what they say, and they will probably try to knock you down. Anytime somebody steps up and is, is being themselves, no matter what, they're just accepting themselves and being true about who they are in front of everyone, someone's going to be threatened and they're going to try to knock it down. So you just have to accept that that will happen and be ready to just say, look at them in the eye and say, this is who I am and be unapologetic about it. No sorries, no changing, none of it. Um, you're going to be who you are regardless of what, the, what they think. It, you're not going to change for them. You're not going to explain yourself to them and you're not sorry for them or for how they feel about you being who you are. Okay. The second step. So after you kind of made peace with the fact that some people are going to give you a hard time and you have to be ready to just say, this is me. The second step is to continue practicing being yourself more boldly and without hesitation. You have to show the bully you don't give a rip what they think and everyone else is going to see that they can trust you because you're trusting them by being being true and being yourself in front of them. So the the key here is hesitation is the kiss of death. You cannot get away with being outrageous, ridiculous, silly, moody, funny or a complete and total mess if you hesitate. Hesitation gives it all away because it comes from your deep down self-consciousness. And once you switch into thinking self-consciously, you stop thinking about what other people care about. You stop appealing to other people. You stop relating to them. So when you start thinking about how it's affecting you, everybody starts looking at at the self-consciousness you feel instead of the enthusiasm and the courage that they want to see. They want to get caught up in how you feel um, in a strong sense. They don't want to see you doubt yourself in these moments. When, when you are vulnerable, um, in a doubtful way, it's, it's really, and we'll talk about this later. It's really something you need to keep for your close friends, the people you trust. And it's perfectly fine to be, to doubt yourself and to have, um, to show other people weakness like that. You just want to make sure you're careful about who you show that to, because random kids at school or the bully is not a good start on that kind of vulnerability. Okay. So the, the kind of vulnerability you're doing with this activity is you're being true to yourself, regardless of what anybody thinks, and you are going to continue being true to yourself without hesitation. Okay. And just, you got to work on that tendency to hesitate once people call you out or cut you down. And the only way you really can beat your hesitation is to work up to it slowly. So every time you consider taking a risk or doing something new and different, you just need to make sure you feel like you can handle it without second guessing yourself and only take on what you can do without self-consciousness. Start small and work your way up. And whatever anybody gives you a hard time, if they say anything negative about a step that you've taken, you can always fall back on just, these are my pants or, you know, whatever. This is, this is my shirt that I chose to wear today. Sorry. You know, like whatever. Okay. So to review all this, you want to be yourself as much as possible, warts and all, which means, you know, showing everything, even the parts that you aren't proud of, or you aren't, that, you know, aren't, um, the ideal parts of you you know, as far as other people are concerned, or even as far as you're concerned. 
And some people are going to challenge you for being different. You have to expect this and be ready for it and be ready to say the equivalent of these are my pants to them. And as you get better at standing your ground, you're going to be more and more yourself without hesitation or self-consciousness. Okay. Here are some little suggestions I always give my students when they want to work on this goal. Um, and you know, kids usually really smile quite a bit when I suggest that they practice making mistakes and breaking rules. Um, and you know, of course I'm the teacher and they know I don't mean to make, uh, mistakes that could cause any harm or could, uh, you know, really set them back. And same thing with rules, like, you know, little rules are, you don't need to go big for this. You can do little tiny things. It's the idea is that you're practicing, um, imperfection and the occasional stepping out of the line in order to be a human, you know, to be like a normal human person who's not perfect. Okay. So here's some ideas for how you can practice mis uh, quote unquote mistakes or, um, sometimes breaking rules. I always suggest to them that they wear some kind of clothing or an accessory that they actually like, but that they know other people will find uncool. It can be something little or something more, um, obvious and large on you. If you want, if you want to, if you just want to start smaller, you could just choose a little thing. And, you know, no matter what people do or say, if they say something negative, you just say, this is my, this is my hat or this is my pin. Like that's, that's it. That's all I can do about it. Um, okay. Another thing you can do is raise your hand in class and intentionally say the wrong answer. Um, this is going to cost you very little, you get one wrong answer. Nobody cares. The teacher will never remember. And the other kids will probably just like you better because you're not so perfect after all. And you, you said something that, you know, there of course is going to be one kid that makes fun of you for getting the wrong answer. And then you just look at them and go, uh, that's my answer. Whoops. You know, kind of like mock them for mocking you. Um, and remember you never explain you never apologize. You never change your answer. And especially when you're experimenting, if you are intentionally saying the wrong answer to figure out what it feels like to make a mistake, you can't turn it around and be like, Oh, I actually did that as a social experiment to find out how I would feel like, no, you just say the wrong answer and you sit through the uncomfortable feelings of having someone say, no, that's wrong. Or having the teacher tell you something different or whatever. Like you just find out what happens and you have to commit just go for it. Okay. Um, you can also pretend to go blank and say nothing. You can, the teacher calls on you. You can kind of like just stare at them and then say, sorry, I forgot what I was going to say. Either way, it's a little bit less, uh, rewarding than getting the exact right answer. So it'll, it'll give you a new experience. Okay. Um, another thing you can do is say the first thing that comes to your mind, like with friends, as long as it's a kind thing, it's, it's really what you're going for is just saying something random that you were thinking instead of trying to plan out or self edit to make a perfect or better statement. You know, you want to just kind of go with the first thing that comes to mind, as long as it's not a mean thing to say, it's, it, you know, it might be kind of weird and embarrassing, but it, you know, as long as you're not putting yourself in a position where you've said something really, uh, humiliating to yourself or to someone else or really unkind, it, it should be just kind of funny and random. Okay. Um, you could also do like a little random dance move or a little, uh, random, you know, gesture or something like that. Once again, with kindness, of course, but 
if you do some random little thing like that, like a little dance move or gesture, you get kind of quirky or you do some dramatic thing, just don't make any eye contact with anyone and don't check to see what other people think of it. That's the key. You got to just kind of like try it out and, um, be ready to be ready to feel like people are watching you without looking to see what they think. Cause that's the same as being ready to change for them or you're explaining it or apologizing when you do a physical, uh, action, gesture, dance, move, whatever you have to just kind of be like, almost like you're in a room alone and there's no one to, to check to see what they thought. Okay. And then I have another one and you get to decide whether you're going to do this or not. You can talk to your folks about, you know, what they would, what they would find to be too far. Um, but talking when the teacher's talking or, um, you know, having an item out that teacher said to put away, you know, something minimal like that. If the teacher calls you out for a behavior and you get to see what happens, um, I think you'll, it will do wonders for you, uh, on the perfection front and also on the rule following front. So what this, what this does for you is it not only teaches you what it feels like to get in a tiny amount of trouble, uh, just a little light amount of trouble, like getting called out by the teacher. And that will make you feel a lot more normal about having to sometimes step outside the line, like to deal with a bully. The other thing it does is that it shows every kid in that room, including the bully, if the bully's in that class, that you aren't always going to follow the rules, that sometimes you are going to step outside of it because you're human and you, you just, you know, you, you, you realize you're not perfect and you don't really care. And you're just going to, you're just going to start talking to your neighbor, even though the teacher said it was quiet time, whatever. Um, and believe me, teachers deal with stuff like this all the time. They're not going to hold it against you if you do it, um, pretty irregularly. Of course, if you start making a habit of calling, talking to your friend the entire time, the teacher's talking or bringing, uh, toys to class that are distracting to others, you will eventually start to create a pattern with the teacher. But if you just do it once or twice, they're not going to hold it against you and they probably won't even remember it. Um, all right. So less is more when it comes to practicing mistakes or being different. Hesitation kicks in sometimes. And when you get in over your head, um, just remember that you should back down and, um, you know, nobody likes a show off. Um, if you do go too far, just back off never explain, never apologize, just kind of stop what you're doing. And other than that, I think it's, it's worth just at the, whatever level feels comfortable to you, giving it a shot on some of these practice mistake, make quote unquote mistake making activities or possible little rules that you break in class. Okay. Um, I hope you have a great week and I will see you next time. 